the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Who is at the center of my world? Who is at the center of my world? You know, in each and every human heart and personality, there is a stage. There's literally a stage. And somebody is the main act. Somebody is playing the main role. In every human heart, either you and I are center stage of our world and of our show, or Jesus is. It's one or the other. Now, our life is a constant struggle. It's a constant battle for who's taking center stage. You know, sometimes Jesus, like, nicely just comes and, like, taps us and say, can I, you know, can I take that? And we're like, no, no, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not done. I like the attention. This is all about me, Jesus. Did you get it yet? Lord, did you get the memo that this is about me? And sometimes... Jesus has to do certain things. He has to allow certain things to happen. He has to sometimes even take away things to make us question, to make us really look deep down and ask ourselves, okay, so who is really at the center of my life? Does my life revolve around me or Jesus, does it revolve around you? That's what happens to John the Baptist today. John the Baptist, since he was a baby, purified in his mother's womb, has had this call to preach the coming of the, of the Savior, the coming of the Messiah. And he's at the peak of his ministry. I mean, people are literally turning their lives around to come and be baptized by John and to just listen to John speak. So you've got thousands of people around him. They're all coming to him. Now, in this, John has a choice. He can either say, all right, this is my show. I'm at the center of this stage. And he can bask in that glory. Or he can allow himself to decrease, like he says. To recognize that everything that I'm doing, this preaching, this baptizing, everything that I'm doing is not about me. It's for you, Jesus. But it's so hard when everybody's giving you the glory, when everybody is focused on you and you're getting the attention. People are praising you and they're clapping to you, clapping for you and they're coming to you to listen to your words. You're being elevated. Who doesn't like to be elevated? Who doesn't like attention? Who doesn't like to be praised? Who doesn't like to be complimented? We all love it. We're humans. We're insecure. We're selfish. We're prideful. So we love it. What happens to John? The apostles come and say, Hey, John, just so you know, everybody who used to come to you now, everybody's leaving you, and they're all going to this guy Jesus. And what does he say? And they're expecting him to say, why? Why is he baptizing? Why is he doing this? 
this competition, they're expecting him to have this spirit of competing. As Chaldeans, you guys know, we don't know anything about competition. You know what I mean? Mm-mm, that's not us. I'd say that Chaldeans, sorry, I'm going to generalize for a second. We are oftentimes like chameleons. You know what a chameleon is? Chameleon is like a lizard type of thing. And anywhere it goes, it changes its color to match the color that it's next to because it doesn't have its own identity. So if you got a car, that, that car, I want that car. If you got this, I got to get this. Like, we always have trends in the Chaldean community and everybody's got to look the same and everybody's got to act the same and everybody's got to do the same. It's like, why can't we just be original, you know? Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. Let's go back to the homily. So, the spirit of competition. And John recognizes it. Because John's heart is with the Lord. So it's not difficult for John to say, you know what? He's the bridegroom. I'm just the best man. He's the groom. I'm just the best man. Because his whole entire life revolved around the coming of Jesus, not him. So he realized that everything, and he says this, he literally says that you cannot receive anything that hasn't been given to you from heaven. You don't have anything that has not been given to you from heaven. So he says, this call that I have, these graces, these blessings that I have, whatever they may be, because we all have something that God has given us that maybe he hasn't given another, is all a gift. And that gift is to be used for the glory of God, not myself. Now, unfortunately, man has to fail at learning this over and over and over. And how, what I mean by failing is like literally kicking Jesus off of our stage and putting ourselves at the center by being prideful, by constantly comparing and competing with others, by gossiping, by judging others, by looking down at others, by ruining people's reputations, by spreading rumors about one another making fun of people, criticizing people, what they wear and what they don't wear, and where they go and who they're dating and who they're marrying and who divorced and who this and who that. And, you know, you guys, we, we all know. When we do this, what we're doing is kicking Jesus off of our stage and saying, I am center stage. It's about me, Jesus. It's not about you. Even are the simplest, simplest things as our clothes, our money, our homes. What is it all for? John the Baptist kind of gets, his whole entire life goes into question right here. His whole entire life is like, he has to question everything. John, what are you really all about? Today, I ask myself first, Patrick, what are you really all about? What am I really all about? Who am I really all about? John says, he must increase, I must decrease. That, my brothers and sisters, has to happen in our lives. Because Jesus wants to literally live in us and through us. And he cannot do that 
when we're kicking him off of our stage. When we make everything about us rather than about him. St. Bernadette, uh, on Friday, we celebrated the feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. And you know, uh, St. Bernadette was, she had no real gifts or talents. She had nothing special about her. She was a poor girl. She was very, very ill. She, had, she didn't even know how to read and write. Simplest thing. Not, she didn't even know how to read and write. Can you imagine now today what a child in school would tell another kid if they couldn't read and write? She'd be bullied. And she probably was bullied. And so, who does Mary choose to come to? The sickliest and the poorest girl of the whole entire town. That's who Mary goes to. And Mary appears to her and she gives her this whole message. And then she leaves, Bernadette leaves after a couple of years and goes into this convent and she literally completely disappears from the whole entire scene of Lourdes. The grotto where people are now, thousands and thousands of people are being healed and she's not even there. And somebody asked her, they said, Bernadette, does it bother you that you're no longer at the grotto, that now you're hiding in some convent, some obscure convent, that nobody even knows who you are? And you know what she said? She said, I'm like a broom. I'm the broom that the Blessed Virgin Mary used to clean up some things. And when she was done with me, she put me behind a door and shut the door. And she can use me or not use me whenever she wants. How beautiful. Would we be okay if somebody else gets credit for something that I did? Would I be okay if somebody else was praised and I wasn't? Would I be okay if somebody else was chosen for something and I wasn't? Just recently, I started painting on, a, on canvas. I paint statues, but now I started learning how to paint on canvas. And I have an amazing artist, he's actually Chaldean, and he started training me. Now my first painting, or actually my second painting, um, was really, really difficult. And <clears throat> I was struggling a lot, and he would come and he would fix things for me. And he would, he would literally come and actually paint certain parts for me to teach me. And he would say, just put your name on it. I say to him, no, I, I feel bad. Like, I can't take credit for this. Like, I didn't do all of it. You helped me do everything. And now I notice that when people see the painting, they say to me, wow, what an incredible, you're so talented and they want to praise me. And there is, I have a choice in that moment to say, I can't take all the credit. The artist helped me do a lot of it. He showed me, he trained me, he fixed a lot. He did a lot with me and for me. Or I can say, thank you so much. Right? It's in these little moments, my brothers and sisters, that God is tapping on our heart to say, who's at center here? Who's, who's the main act here? Is it me or is it you? And so let us ask the Holy Spirit today. Let's ask through the intercession of St. Bernadette today to give us the grace of humility, to allow God to allow us to be decreased so that Christ can increase and his glory can increase and people can know him and love him through all of the gifts and talents that he's given us because they are all for him from heaven. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.